Welcome to Hope Is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations. Welcome to Hope Is Here. My name is Greg Horn. We are continuing our conversation with author, speaker, coach, and consultant Kristen Kaufman. She has written a wonderful series of books called Is This Seat Taken? Yesterday we looked at the first book in that series called Random Encounters That Change Your Life and just had a wonderful conversation because I think uh, as we get older we learn that everybody has a story and uh, she shared just some powerful stories of uh, encountering uh, just stories that help kind of change her life and i know you'll be blessed by them and god is always working through other people and teaching us things so if you miss that 14 minute program i want to encourage you to go to our website hopeisheretoday.org that's hopeisheretoday.org or wherever you listen to podcasts or on all the platforms uh, i know you'd really be blessed by that 14 minute program but today uh we're going to look at a couple of the other books that Kristen's written in this series called is the seat taken uh it's never too late to find the right seat, and no, I saved it for you. Uh, let's talk about the second book in this series, It's Never Too Late to Find the Right Seat. Uh, Kristen, you had four takeaways in that book, and I love that because I think sometimes when people get older, they, they get discouraged and think that things can't change in their life, yet I think in this book you did a great job showing that, no, it's never too late to find the right seat. So share with us some of those takeaways from that book. Sure. Yes. Well, you know, it's really interesting, Greg. I I started writing this book really at the at the request of my clients because many of them find themselves, you know, 50, 40, 40, 50, 60 and in, in in a couple of cases mid 60s thinking, "Oh, have I missed have I missed my mark?" You know, <laughs> is it too late for for me to really be fulfilled and happy with what I do um and to reach the level of of success that I and, and contribution that I want to make? So I thought to myself, of course it's not too late, but I needed to research it. So I researched, and I, I interviewed and or researched people who had already passed that found success late in life. And I don't define success necessarily just as monetary or financial, but truly success in the way in which they contributed and had a, a life of great fulfillment. And through the course of me interviewing, or interviewing and researching these people, it was ironic to me that there were four things that they all had in common, and it was really kind of mind-blowing because some of these people, you know, have been gone for a couple of decades and others are still alive. So the first um, definition or, or thing that I found that was common between all of these people was they all defined success on their own terms, and none of them were trying to chase um, someone else in their industry or chase their ideal, um, you know, picture of someone. They truly became very familiar with what made their heart sing and they aligned themselves to what that was and in one case it was you know a um it was diana nyad you know who there was just a movie made about her with annette benning and you know she she wanted to um set a world record you know and that was what was her that was her quest that was her goal another one of the people i um interviewed was a, a hospice chaplain who you know found great uh, joy and fulfillment helping people uh, transition, you know, um, into heaven. And so, but they all define success on their own terms and they stay true to themselves. The second thing was, which was really mind blowing, honestly, Greg, was exactly what we talked about yesterday about, you know, the random encounters that change your life. All of them had their life shift because of an incidental encounter. Um, for example, um, 
uh, Harlan Sanders, who founded, of course, Kentucky Fried Chicken, he did not become famous, so to speak, um, until he met someone literally on the side of the road who picked him up and gave him his shot at um, frying chicken in his gas station, for example. Um, another one was, I think many of your readers might be too young to know this, but Grandma Moses, who, of course, she was a very famous folk artist who did not even pick up a paintbrush until she was 87 years old. And she was discovered through a traveling salesperson who came through her little um, hometown of Hoosick Falls, New Jersey, discovered her, and there, the rest was history. So all of these people, believe it or not, needed to be present in the moment because the incidental encounter was what shifted them, which I found fascinating. The third big takeaway was that they all had the power of choice, and they used the power of choice. Um, many, you know, left big corporate jobs to go out on their own. Um, many, you know, took, took a leap of faith um, to pursue something that many said, oh, you, you won't be successful, and they did it anyway. So all, all of these people that I interviewed exercised that power of choice and did so with a tremendous amount of faith and confidence that, indeed, you know, it would be fulfilling what they were destined to be, um, con- how they were destined to contribute here on the planet. And then the last one, which is one that actually, um, again, ironically, Greg, came from my father. I've I faced death a few times, and my father at one point even said this to me. You know, I said, oh, Dad, I really want to know what my purpose is. And he said, well, Kristen, you have one. Otherwise, you wouldn't still be here. And so that was the other big takeaway is that all of these people – did not lose faith that their contribution, the reason why they're here on this planet, their purpose had not been fulfilled. Otherwise, they would not be here. And so the big takeaway for me was that if you have breath, if you have breath, which is everyone on this call, everyone listening to this podcast, we all have breath or we would not be here. We have a purpose and we have a reason for being here. And so those four big takeaways were consistent with all of the people that I interviewed and researched. So, Well, powerful stories, obviously, being here in Lexington, Kentucky. Uh, the Colonel Sanders story is a great one, you know, not starting that business till he's in his 60s. And so, uh, yes. obviously, it's mm-hmm. still around. I've traveled myself some. And I remember being in Japan and seeing Kentucky Fried Chicken 20 years ago and just thought, you know, wow, a little bit of home all the way across the world started just – in a small rural town in Corbin, Kentucky, but uh, you just never know when God might show up, right? That's exactly right. And again, we're back to the the original concept, we have to be present. You know, the, the adage on these game shows, you have to be present to win. You know, we do. We have to be present to win, win meaning whatever our, whatever our purpose is and whatever our, our calling to contribute is. Just tuned in, we're talking with Kristen Kaufman. She is the author. She is a coach, a consultant, a speaker, travels all over the world, and uh, she's based out of Dallas, Texas, and we've been talking to her about a series of books, a, a trilogy called Is This Seat Taken? Yesterday, we took a look at random encounters that uh, change your life and uh, just powerful stories of how uh, we all have a story, and it was everybody from a, a grocery store clerk to uh, over in India, somebody she met to Russia. I mean, it's just amazing how God shows up, so so I know you'd be blessed by that program. Then today we've been looking at the second book in this trilogy, Is That Seat Taken? It's Never Too Late to Find the Right Seat. 
So be encouraged that it's never too late for God to show you your purpose for your one and only life. And then let's take a look at this third book in the time we have remaining. Kristen, it's called, in, in this trilogy, Is This Seat Taken? No, I saved it for you. Talk to us and share with us about what uh, you were trying to convey the message in that book. Okay. This is the last of the trilogy, and it's very autobiographical, Greg. Um, I definitely go there, so to speak. I, I become very vulnerable. I talk about um, my mother's um, uh, experience with Alzheimer's. Um, I talk about um, my father's um, 13-month um, endurance in a Korean hospital during the Korean War. Um, I talk about my own diagnosis um, and my survival from it. And those are just a few stories. There are, again, 15 stories all around um, what I'm going to call the metaphorical seat. And it's not necessarily just a, an actual physical seat, but it's the seat in which you find yourself or that someone finds themselves in and, and what we take away from that. And so these stories uh, range literally everywhere from my first boss when I worked for Hewlett-Packard to um, my own diagnoses that I mentioned, my parents' uh, passings, my dog passing, <laughs> um, just a, a myriad of experiences, all of which have a very strong spiritual um, thread weaving through them, and what I learned from those experiences. And at the end of each chapter, I have questions. In fact, this is the format for all three books. At the end of each chapter, I have questions that will make these stories come alive for the reader um, that you can apply whatever the takeaways were from those stories to yourself. And then in this particular book, I mean, I did this actually at the request of, of my, my followers and my readers, I actually have a, a workbook, for lack of a better term, that has a series of steps that people can take if indeed they want to, to find what I'm going to call alignment in their own lives. And alignment, Greg, from my definition, is when you love what you do, you're good at it, most importantly, is tied to something much greater than yourself. And I know that will resonate with your listeners. And so this, this third book in particular, because of the workbook at the end, helps people tap into that. If they're not really sure if what they're currently doing in their life or have experienced in their life is where they want to be from now on as we enter into 2024, or if they want to make a shift, that particular workbook absolutely could help them get in touch with what it is that they feel called to do. Well, I want to encourage people. I know it's February already, but, uh, you know, it's not too late to make some shifts and still have a, a wonderful and a different 2024. Is that, is that true for you found for people as you've been coaching all over the world with people? Oh, my gosh, yes. I think oftentimes it's literally just giving yourself permission to lean in a different direction. You know, oftentimes we get these shackles. We put our shackles on. We, we put shackles on ourselves, um, whether it be because we've been in corporate or, you know, we were reared to do one thing or we've been um, societal pressures have asked us to do something else. And we don't give ourselves permission, Greg, to lean into what our true calling is and what our true purpose is. We're afraid. We, you know, we're afraid that we're going to fail. We're afraid that, you know, we're not, it's, that we're not listening to what we really want to do. We have all kinds of excuses. And the one big thing I will, I will suggest to your listeners, lean into that inner voice. Um, you know, as a believer, I believe that's the Holy Spirit, you know, so lean into that and listen to that inner voice. And, 
you know, be present to the signs. I just believe they're signs. You know, when people cross your path, they're not crossing your path just for folly. They're truly providential. So our job is to pay attention, right, and to listen and and to explore, you know, and um, and be true to yourself. Totally be true to yourself. Well, I can so relate to everything you shared yesterday and today. Uh, I started out doing college basketball coaching, then I was an entrepreneur and owned a supermarket with 100 employees and almost 10 million dollars a year in sales and and then god called me into ministry and i've been doing that the last 20 years of my life so uh sometimes wonderful everybody's past kind of different isn't it it is different and and it's not permanent you know people think oh my gosh if i if i'm going to be in my case i'll be a technology executive i'll retire you know as a technology executive and that's not always the case sometimes it might be but other times we have to, as I've mentioned, lean into whatever it is that we're being called to do, and, and it is not ever permanent. You know, we, we have the ability to have lots of experiences in these lives, you know? Oh, no doubt about it. And as you said, I think listening to the inner voice, and as you said so well, as followers of Jesus, uh, that's the Holy Spirit. So listen to those promptings and uh, step out in faith. I don't think you'll ever regret it. Well, Kristen, unfortunately, uh, we're almost out of time. What is the best way to uh, find out to get these books? And maybe uh, if they want to contact you and find out about your coaching, your, your speaking, consulting. Oh, thank you, Greg. Um, of course, I'm on Amazon. So I'm Kristen Kaufman, and, and it is K-R-I-S-T-I-N. Um, oftentimes, I think it's an E, but it's K-R-I-S-T-I-N. And my website um, is www.kristenkaufman.com, and you can get my books there. You can contact me through my website. All the information about um, the services that I offer, my books, my speaking, et cetera, is also on the website. All right. Well, what a blessing it's been to have Kristen. I hope that you will go check out her website, KristenKaufman.com. If you're driving, said, ah, afraid I won't forget this. You can just go to our website, HopeIsHereToday.org. Hope you'll check out her website, get copies of these books. Is this seat taken? I know you'll be blessed by them. For Kristen Kaufman, I'm Greg Horn, and this is Hope is here. Thank you for listening to Hope is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax deductible donation, please go to our website, hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today. If you have been blessed by Hope is Here, would you consider making a donation to help this ministry continue to reach thousands in central Kentucky every day? It's simple and safe. Go to our website at hopeishere.today where you can make a safe and secure online donation or you can find our address to mail a check. All donations are tax deductible and they are greatly appreciated. Please make your donation today at hopeishere.today. Again, that's hopeishere.today.